This podcast was created for female business owners, coaches, and service providers to answer this question. How can I take what I already know, turn it into a short and simple self-published book, then leverage that book into six and seven figures and beyond? That's the question, and this podcast is the answer. I'm Jessica DeBry. Welcome to the Author Entrepreneur Podcast. Fear is good. Like self-doubt, fear is an indicator. Fear tells us what we have to do. Remember our rule of thumb. The more scared we are of a work or calling, the more sure we can be that we have to do it. Resistance is experienced as fear. The degree of fear equates to the strength of resistance. Therefore, the more fear we feel about a specific enterprise, the more certain we can be that that enterprise is important to us and to the growth of our soul. That's why we feel so much resistance. If it meant nothing to us, there'd be no resistance. That, my friends, is a passage from the incredible book, The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. Highly recommended to you if you are embarking on your writing journey, if you're in a creative field. Heck, I believe that all of us are creative in certain aspects, and all of us have felt fear. Being an entrepreneur is scary, right? And resistance, I think, is a beautifully described way of feeling that feeling of, holy cow, I want to do this, but I am just so freaking scared. (laughs) Which brings us into this episode. Well, first of all, welcome back to the Author Entrepreneur Podcast. Today, we're talking about five ways to get out of writing ruts. You can call ruts resistance. You know, that that feeling that you want to procrastinate on something, but you know you need to do it. Those feelings can be caused by so many different things, things like imposter syndrome, we call them writing blocks, or I like to call it just plain blank pageitis, where you're sort of sitting in front of your screen and that cursor is blink, blink, blinking at you. This episode is for you if you've been feeling those lately. For whatever reason, there might be something in the air. Is it a full moon? I don't know. But all of my clients have been feeling this a lot lately. I think it's because we just got off with the holidays. It's January now as I record this, and there's a lot going on, and uh, it's easy to want to put your writing on the back burner. But it's interesting because it doesn't matter when you're listening to this episode. If you're feeling resistance, if you're feeling like you're in a writing rut, you'll always use outside things on the calendar as a reason why you can't sit down to write, right? Like even now it's January. So I have I have to get my life in order. I have like fitness goals I want to reach. Or, you know, maybe if it's summer, it's because the kids are out of school and uh, we have stuff to do and fall is the kids are back in school. And, you know, I'm just using all those things as an example. But if you felt resistance before and you know what it's like to know that you should be working on something, but you're scared or you just don't feel like you can get to that thing, you and I are talking about the book, right? So that's what we're going to talk about here. Interestingly enough, you guys, I have been feeling a lot of these lately. Like I did not expect to feel imposter syndrome. I know this realm. Like I know books. I know how to make a bestseller. I know how to coach others through their own writing blocks. I know how to 
take an idea that you have and help you turn it into a full-fledged chapter book. So the fact that I started feeling these feelings, like I would sit in front of my outline and then look at my blank page and I would think, who am I to do this? It really shocked me to my core. And it kind of scared me because I was like, if I was thinking these things, then how many other women are out there that are letting those voices take over and not letting their true idea come to life, it made me sad. So I, I thought to myself, let me take this as a learning lesson. And I really want to use this on a, as an advantage. So I started thinking, okay, what are the things that help me, help me get in a better mindset? Because really it all drives from mindset, right? Because we're not going to actually set aside time to write the book if we feel like it's not in alignment with who we are, or who we're going to be. And that's where the writing ruts come in, right? Because it's like we get stuck in a rut because we can't write because of all these other outside reasons. And then we just stop making time for it because we feel like, who are who am I to do it, right? At least that's how I was feeling. So when I finally got on a roll again, I was like, okay, what's working for me here? And I also want to share some things that really work for my clients. Because some of the things I share with you, you're going to be like, nope, that's not for me. And I get it. And that's why I have five here for you. So I want you to remember this episode. In fact, another reason why I'm making this episode was because a lot of my clients, like I mentioned, have been feeling this. And I wanted to be able to create something that they could listen to and think, okay, let me pull this from here and implement it in my writing journey. So let's jump in here. The five ways to get out of writing runs. Number one, and I know not all of these are going to be applicable to you, but let me just tell you that this first one, I absolutely think that this first one can apply to everyone. And that is micro steps, micro goals. I am all about micro this year. You'll see that when Author Entrepreneur comes out, it is all about the micro book. I'm going to be talking more about everything micro as we roll into 2023 even more. But when I talk about micro goals, micro steps, micro lessons or sessions, rather micro sessions, when it comes to you writing your book, what I mean is, is if you feel like you're stuck, just make a tiny micro commitment to yourself. Say, okay, I'm feeling stuck, but I'm going to sit down for 10 minutes and write. It doesn't have to be amazing. It doesn't have to be incredible. And what I think is really key here is that you're focusing on your input. You're not focusing on your output. You know, back in the day when I was very new to this field, I would tell my clients, well, sit down and write 500 words or sit down and write a thousand words. And the reality is, is that you may have days where you're not feeling the flow as much as others. And we can't control that sometimes. But what you can control is what you put into it. So making that micro commitment to yourself, really all you're doing is you're convincing your brain to sit down. <laughs> and it, this actually works in the fitness realm as well. I use it on my own self. I say, Jessica, I need to work out. I know I need to work out. I'm going to be in a better headspace when I work out. I'm just going to work out for 10 minutes or I'm going to do a hundred reps of something, right? With my free weights. And nine times out of 10, I don't want to stop, right? It's because it's that initial hurdle that's the hardest part. And it's exactly the same when you're writing. So creating a micro session or a micro goal or a micro commitment, really love that word micro, as you can see. But what it is, is just a tiny little goal that you're going to set for yourself because all you're trying to do is trick yourself into showing up. Because once you show up and you start writing, you'd be surprised at 
minute nine when you're feeling like, holy cow, I didn't want to sit down. I'm sitting down. Now this idea is coming out of me. Now this a paragraph needs to be finished. It might not be a lot, but just that tiny little 10-minute micro-commitment, it might be a kickstart to get you out of that rut. So that's the first one. The second rule or way to get out of a rut is something that works for me. And this is something that actually worked for me back when I was side hustling uh, and I was trying to build a business while I was working a full-time job. And I now use this rule when I'm writing my book, and I call it the first half rule. So what it is, is I used to use first half when it came to planning out business stuff and I was side hustling. I would say, well, I have to get all of my business stuff during the first half of the day. And because I was working a full-time job, that meant that I would tell myself I have to work on my business before I go to work. Now, all that stuff is not feasible for me in my life now. I have a toddler and the reality is is that I can only fit in stuff around his schedule because I am his full-time caregiver. He's got some other stuff going on, which I'm sure you've heard of in other episodes. But so when I talk about first half, what I mean to you is whenever you're thinking that you want to do something for this particular episode, of course, we're talking about writing, you're setting the goal for yourself for the first half of whatever time you're setting aside. So for me, I'm thinking about my toddler's naps, Gavin's naps. I'm going to get my writing done in the first half of his nap. So if I know he's going to nap for two hours, then I'm making a promise to myself, I'm going to sit down to write in that first half. Because if I wait for the second half, then something inevitably comes up. I think, oh, I have to clean the kitchen or I have to do my laundry or I have a, I have client emails that I have to catch up on. And if I don't put this as a priority for that first half, then it's not going to get done. And for you, thinking about when you're going to write, ideally, if you can fit it in your schedule, writing in the morning is always the best. Your mind is the most creative in the a.m. hours. Then thinking, I'm going to write in the first half of this morning. So before you know, if if your morning is maybe you wake up at seven and obviously it goes till noon, you're going to write before 9.30 a.m. or 10 a.m., then that sets you off on a really good pace to get your writing done before you get into the craziness of the second half of whatever that is. I hope that makes sense. It makes sense in my mind. So that's that second way, the first half rule. The third way, and this has really helped me out a lot, it really sounds superficial, but I like to use a carrot dangle. And this actually worked for one of my clients. I said, hey, if nothing else is working and you need to figure out a way to incentivize yourself to sit down to write, what I like to do for myself is I like to create a fun items list on my phone. Again, it sounds really superficial, but I I create just a long, on my notes app, things that I want to buy for myself, like things that I could totally just go and buy right now and have delivered to Amazon at my doorstep tomorrow. But uh, things like I want a new pajama set that I've been eyeing for a while or a a new bubble bath, you know, stuff like that that I don't necessarily need. It's more of a wants list. And what I do for myself is I create the carrot dangle and I say, okay, Jessica, I am going to buy myself that PJ set, but I have to complete my writing session tomorrow. And that little dangle Again, it seems superficial, but it's an incentivization. Is that a word? It incentivizes me enough to be able to prioritize the writing session, even if I don't want to, 
because I know those, I want those PJs, right? So that worked really well for one of my clients in December. She was buying a lot of gifts for other people. She had gifts in mind for herself. So I told her this, uh, this little tip and it worked for her and she got a lot of fun gifts for herself. That's the third one. Number four is, and this is where it really comes down to mindset. If you're stuck in this mindset of who am I? The imposter syndrome mindset. This is where remembering how amazing you are really comes into play. So for myself, I actually printed out some recent nice emails that I got. I printed out some really great testimonials that I had collected over the years, like things that I have in the sphere, like on my website and on sales pages, but I don't see them every day. And I put them on my noteboard right next to my desk where I usually write. And, you know, it can just, it, it, maybe you're writing a book and you don't have a business yet. I know that I've had a handful of clients like that and I'm totally on board with it. I've talked about that before. And you don't have testimonials directly related to the book that you're writing on. That's okay. Having emails or even text messages or DMs or something nice, even the tiniest little things like you're awesome or thank you so much or I appreciate you, things like that, even if they're from friends, even if they're from family members, even if they're from your spouse, things like that really make a difference when you're getting in your little mental spiral and in the imposter syndrome you know, negative Nancy, uh, voice on your shoulder, like, you know, who are you? If you're able to just turn to your right and look at these things, oh, I'll tell you who I am. Look at who I am and, and point out all of these positive words of affirmations and positive things that people have said about you and your work, if applicable. It really does make a difference, especially putting it in the space that you're writing in. So that's number four. And then finally, number five is a mindset switch. And it's really like a word switch that you can use for yourself. So, you know, I'm going to be honest with you guys. One of the reasons why I have had a lot of issues with writing my own book is because of the issues that I have with my little boy. I mean, he's a toddler. So, I mean, that's, uh, (laughs) if you've had toddlers, you know, that's a beast in itself with all the emotions and the tantrums. But he also has multiple food allergies, which I've talked about before. So I don't want to get into it fully, but it just makes it difficult, right? Like I can't ever order out. We can't ever go out to eat. I'm making all his dishes by hand. I'm always having to clean surfaces and I'm just, I have to be really diligent. And so because my mindset is totally focused on that, one of the reasons why it's been difficult for me to write is because I, I keep telling myself, I, I don't have time to write. I have to focus on my son. I have to keep him safe. And, um, and I, and I kept telling myself, I can't, I can't, I can't. And then I just one day I said, what if I switched that around? Like, what if things never change and I don't have enough time, you know, and and as he gets older, problems get bigger because, you know, the social aspect and he's going to be around kids more. And now he's sort of isolated in his bubble. But I sort of looked at it, okay, as if I can't, what if what if that's the reason why I have to do it? Right. Like. I don't have time. So instead of saying, I don't have time, so I can't write a book. What if I tell myself, I don't have time, so I have to write this book? Like, I don't have, I don't have space or energy or the mental capacity to write this book right now. So that means that I absolutely have to, because at the end of the day, 
being able to prove that I can do this is not only a beautiful gift for myself and for my clients, but also for my son as he gets older to see, you know, as he works through life with his food challenges and that sort of thing to see, okay, well, I have these problems and I'm not going to use them to hold me back. I'm going to use these I don't even want to call them problems, maybe hurdles. I'm going to use these hurdles to propel me forward. So I looked at my situation as the same, right? So if you're thinking about the the actual environmental pulls that are on you right now, wherever you are in your life, whether you're a business owner or a mom or a nine to five or an employee or all of the above, you know, as women, we're wearing all the hats, right? And if you're able to switch around the reasons why you can't do this book right now. And instead look at it like, well, then this is why you absolutely have to. It becomes a really powerful way to look at your life where it is right now. And instead of thinking that it's holding you back, look at it like, well, this is what's going to propel you forward. So I I hope that resonates with you. And as we look at these writing ruts and resistance and you feel. I think above everything else, knowing that it's totally normal to feel these things and knowing that, you know, there's nothing wrong with you and that if you feel the fear and feel the resistance, I want you to know that that's not an indication that you should stop this journey. In fact, kind of taking this back to the beginning, just as Stephen Pressfield says, it's an indication that you absolutely have to continue on this journey, then just know that all of those feelings are indicators that you are on the right path and that you absolutely have to continue on with it. So I am with you. And as we look at these five ways to get out over writing ruts, let's just do a quick recap here. Number one is focus on your micro steps or your micro goals. Number two is to follow the first half rule. Number three is to provide a fun little carrot dangle, aka fun items list for yourself to incentivize your writing. Number four is to print out positive things, testimonials, reviews, emails to put around your writing environment. And number five is to provide a mindset or a word switch to yourself to pivot your excuses from I can't into I have to. I hope that you are able to take at least one of these things and utilize them as you work through your book. Because remember that when you write your story, you change the world. Thanks so much for joining me on this episode of the Author Entrepreneur Podcast. You listen to the podcast, now it's time for you to read the book. Author Entrepreneur is officially a best-selling book, and if you've ever wondered how to make your book dream a reality, Author Entrepreneur will show you step-by-step how to write, launch, and leverage a short nonfiction book that can catapult your business so you can maximize your impact and build a six-figure business or even start one from scratch. Check it all out at jessicadebry.co slash book and make sure to download your free Jumpstart Your Journey bonus author entrepreneur bundle at jessicadebry.co slash book or search for author entrepreneur on Amazon. See you on the next episode of the Author Entrepreneur Podcast. Thank you.